Lamaisa. Um, it comes out very hard and maybe maybe also unusual in a sense that that um, we have a series of, of back-to-back days that are very hard on the stomach um, and also a little conceptually difficult to understand their connection that we have Tanisaster and then it's immediately followed up by Purim and it's nothing harder than doing certain things on an empty stomach so it definitely adds to the challenge uh, of the mitzvah maybe it gives more schar, I don't know but um, uh, from, from a from a, like a more uh, ruchnius type of perspective Tanis Esther we fast because Lamaisa they fasted. That was it. Was the, the day of battle? So on the day of battle, so there was a Tanis. That's that's how they were noyig. And when we celebrate Purim, we're celebrating a victory, and that that's what they were masaki. So it just it's it could be that it's completely coincidental, although almost nothing is. But so what comes out is that we have back-to-back days. One day is a day where we're totally pirish from, totally separate ourselves from eating and drinking. And on the following day, it's a day in which we're totally involved in all kinds of uh, eating and drinking, chiv suda, chiv, you know, drinking wine, etc. So even though, so they're not technically connected to each other. It's not that technically they're supposed to first be a fast and then be this, this yumtiv that is, definitely has a very strong gash mystic element to it. One, one thing has to do with one thing, and one thing has to do with another. But when it comes to us, especially us outside of walled cities, outside of Yushalayim, right? Yushalayim, you get a little buffer zone over there, you know, a day to get yourself together after the Tanis. But out, the rest of us have to deal with the fact that on one day we have a Tanis, and on the next day we have a day that's, that's very gashmi. So... And while clearly in halacha, they're, they're not interacting with each other. It's not a set of days. But if that's the way it comes out, something, you know, it, it gives you the sense that there is um, something about the, 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 the flow of a tanis going into a Yom Tov like Purim that is trying to tell us something uh, about Purim and trying to uh, give us a little sense of, 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 of what Purim and Tanis Esther and the combination thereof are all about. Now the story of the story of Purim, the story of the the calamity and the, the terrible Gezerah on Klal Yisrael that, that fo- was followed up by the tremendous Yeshua was, tremendous, was, was followed up by, the, by HaKadosh Baruch Hu's salvation revolves around, in Chazal, a party. That's the Achishverosh made a, made a su'uda, made a party, and he invited the Jewish people. The Jewish people, and this is again, this is where Chazal kick in and fill in the blanks. The Jewish people were told, don't go, by Mordechai, and they went anyway. And because of that, so the Gemara tells us, 
that because they, they went to, to, to that su'uda and they participated, so that's why they were geyser, that's why Hashem made the gezerah that they should be destroyed. Now, Mepharshim are bothered. Come on. Like, okay, so they went to Suda. No, you know. Well, what exactly? It, it was an Aveiro. It was a terrible thing to do. You know, Jewish people have done worse things before. You know, worse things since. Um, what was it about doing that that it was this, there was going to be outright destruction of Klal Yisrael? So there are various answers that are talked about. Um, the, the, there's a whole discussion about the fact that if the Su'uda was celebrating, I mean, in a, the essence of the Su'uda from Achishverish's point of view was he was celebrating the fact that it had been 70 years according to the way he was counting up and the Jewish people had not been uh, taken back, the, the, the Gaulish didn't end. So he figured, okay, you know, this whole gig with Hashem and everything is up and now, you know, we, we don't have to worry about Hashem and the Jewish people anymore. And that's what the party was all about. So for the Jewish people to go and join in the, the celebration of such, a, such an event and the fact that he's celebrating the fact that the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed and it's going to remain destroyed and they're going to remain in Gaulus, for the Jewish people to participate in that, that is mamish, a slap in the face of HaKadosh Baruch HaKaviyachol. And that's why they deserved Kaliya. That's, that's, that's one shot that's out there. The, some of Farshim talk about the fact that they, they, were, they ate machalos asuros, they ate things that were asur, although the Marsha and many others seem to say that, no, it, it seems pretty clear from the Gemara that Mordechai was actually, as much as he told people not to go, he got, um, you know, uh, 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 you know Shanghai into, in, into, you know, being like the, the Mashkiach over there, the Suda. And he was making sure that everybody was having uh, th things that were of proper kashras. So it wasn't like even that they were eating tray for anything like that. And, uh, you know, obviously the other pshat that, that, uh, that's talked about is that Kalal Yisrael went against Das Torah. You know, that, that Das Torah told them not to go, and they went anyway, and that was, that was the, the, the terrible chait that they did. But Lamaisa, fact of the matter is, Chazal doesn't really say any of that outright. What Chazal say is that since they were nenu misuda misudaso shel osa rasha, since they had benefit, they had pleasure from the suda of that rasha, that's why they were nigzar leklia. That's why there was this gezera that they should be destroyed. So what Chazal seemed to be telling us, very simply, it, it was that the problem was that they had pleasure from such a suda. It was the Hana, Nenu. That, 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 it's not that Sha'achlu, it wasn't that they, that they did a virus there. It was Nenu. They had pleasure. Revolva explains that, and you know, it's interesting, this is something that he wrote in, um, in, in a shmuz that he gave in Tavshin Tezvav. So that means we're going back to 55, right, 1955. So he talks about how um, the, the driving force in a human being, everything about a human being, is driven by the pursuit of pleasure. And this is actually something that is also known as the pleasure principle, which um, Freud made very, very famous, but it goes all the way back to um, interestingly enough, Epicurus, who the, the name Apicurus comes from, from his beliefs, that he wrote that 
Nature has placed mankind under the governance of two sovereign masters, pain and pleasure. And that people are driven by the pursuit of pleasure and the avoidance of pain. That's what everything in life is about. And Revolva talks about how even a person who is trying to work very hard to actualize all of his kaychas, he wants to accomplish something real in this world. Ultimately, the reason they're doing that is because there's a gishmak, there's, some, there's a pleasure that a person gets out of doing something and doing the right thing and doing things right. Um, and it's, again, everything is driven by the Hana. Rabbi Sol Salanter says that Ganadin and Gehenim are defined by pleasure and pain. That's, that's how we define them. And the Misal Zisharim says that the whole point of this world is Lehanos Miziv Shechina, Lehzaneg Al Hashem. It's all about Oneg, it's all about Hana. Not in this world. Not when we, when we don't have our bodies, when we're just neshamas, when we're in the, in, in the ultimate you know, state of being with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What is the point? The point is that we're having Hana and that we're having Oineg. So he says that from the time, from the moment the person is born, eternally, not just till they die, eternally, a person is constantly in the pursuit and the focus of a person's life is pleasure. So let's understand a little bit what is so important about the pursuit of pleasure. What does pleasure do? When we make a bracha on Limit HaTayra, we start Vaharivna. Second bracha is that it should become sweet to us. So we're davening for a sweetness. We're davening for, for a, 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 that, that the Torah should be um, something that's enjoyable for us. Vaharev or the, the, the Shorish of Arav, has a double meaning. One is that it's sweet. Obviously, that's how we translate it. And the other one is that it becomes something that is mixed. Erev Rav, Arov, mixed. And Revolve explains as follows. A person can understand things. A person can develop their seichel, they can develop their intellect. They can develop a tremendous body of knowledge. And it's something that they can have in the computer bank of their mind. And, you know, you can ask them questions and they can draw on that, on, on their, you know, somebody who has a phenomenal memory, he can draw on all of that. But at the end of the day, it's all information that's stored inside of their head. When someone enjoys something, when someone knows something to the point where there's a geschmack in it, there's something enjoyable about it, it becomes integrated into the person. Knowledge, all kinds of intellectual pursuits, those are things that, yes, people understand them, but they don't necessarily live by them. They won't necessarily be the rules that govern everything that they do. It's not going to be what defines their life. It's just things that they know. But when a person pursues something and they have a pleasure from it, so then it becomes a part of you. So when we daven about Limit HaTorah, we're not just davening that let me accumulate tons of knowledge, we're davening the Harivna. 
Let it be pleasurable, because when something is pleasurable, it becomes a part of who you are. You integrate it into yourself. That's, that's what pleasure does. And Revolve uh, even says, if you want to find out who a person is, you want to ask, who are you? The answer is, what do you get pleasure from? You answer that question of what it is that you get pleasure from, you'll be able to find and define who and what you are. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing. The, the relationship in which we're supposed to become or echad with another is one that is, that, that relationship is, 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 is punctuated with pleasure. That's, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu built that in. Because the way that you integrate and become one with something else is by enjoying it. And by having that hana, that's how that union, that's how that integration is able to take place. So the purpose of life, says in Mesil Sisharm, is not tremendous understanding. It's not to, to understand Hashem. It's not lahaskil. It's, it's, it's it nothing to do with that. It's lehanois miziv shchinasa. It's to become a person who takes Hana'a, who has, 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 uh, has a from the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That means that a person is able to and has done the work in this world of integrating Hashem into who they are. So now that connection with Hashem, if it's what gives you pleasure, then that means that that's who you are. You are a person who is by definition connected and is one with and at, at one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Rambam in, in, uh, in the, his um, Minina Mitzvahs, when he talks about the mitzvah of Avas Hashem, so he says that the mitzvah of Avas Hashem is defined by um, understanding Hashem. He says, um, So we should think about it and, 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 uh, and deeply think about his mitzvahs what things he said, the things he's done, until we understand him, and enjoy that with the, the ultimate pleasure, then you've hit your Ava. Then you've hit your Avas Hashem. Because you want to love Hashem. So you have to enjoy HaKadosh Baruch when, when a person enjoys something, they become one with it, they become connected to it, and it becomes part of who they are. You know, it's a funny thing, but on Shabbos, we, we call ourselves Am Medushne Oneg, right? We're, we're a nation that is uh, that, that, saturated with Oneg, right? That is, you know, if, if you would say that about someone, you would think that a person was, you know, this, this grub, a couch potato who, you know, uh, you know, just is involved in all kinds of pleasures. Like, what, what is that? No, we're in Amadushne Oneg. Everything about Shabbos is Oneg, Oneg, Oneg. Because we're dealing with connecting. Shabbos is a day in which we connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And yes, the, the way we achieve that connection is by having Oneg Shabbos. We enjoy Shabbos. If a person's able to, if a person doesn't enjoy Shabbos, it says something about them. And if a person can enjoy Shabbos, it also says something about them. That's why it's so important to be. So Amadushne Oneg, we're a nation that we, we are saturated with an oneg, uh, with, with an oneg of being with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, with an oneg of, of having a day in which we're, 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 we're planted in spirituality. That's what, 
that's what that's what um, that's why we're described as this Amamadushne Oneg. So what you enjoy and how you enjoy it, that is the the indicator that is what defines who and what we are. Because it tells us what we've integrated into ourselves and what we connect with. The time of Purim, when Achashverosh told the Jewish people, come to the Seuda. So the truth is, at a time like that, you have a crazy guy like Achashverosh who's the king. You know, you might have to deal with that soon. Crazy guy who's king. But um, you have somebody who you just, you know, you don't know what their next move is going to be. So he says, come. What if you don't come? So maybe you'll get in big trouble. So, you know, if they would have argued with Mordechai and said, like, you know, we got to show our faces. We got to, you know, just let them see our faces and then we'll leave. So who knows? That would, following Dastara, not following Dastara, the problem was that they were nanu misudasos of Russia, that they had hanaf from it. It wasn't something that they went to reluctantly. It wasn't something that they just showed up at and participated a little bit in, even if they would have eaten, even if they would have drunk. They were nana. They had that hanaf. And what that said about them was that these were people whose connection point, what they wanted to be connected with, what they wanted to be defined by, what they were defined by, was Russia, was the Su'ud of Achashverosh. That's who they were, that's who, had, that's who they had become. So the, the, at that time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Geyser and Klal Yisrael. If that's who you are, if that's what you're all about, so that's, that's not the Am, that's not the nation that I need, that's not the nation that, 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 that I'm, uh, I'm interested in. And they were nigzar to Kliya. The Medrash tells us, the Medrash in Tehillim, says that when Esther, you know, when Esther told everybody that you got to daven, you got to fast, so it says, so, v'tzumolai v'atochul v'altishtu. Right? So it says, me'achar shukasa v'tzumolai. After it says, fast for me. L'mahutzer chalomar v'atochul v'altishtu. Right? Fasting is defined as don't eat and don't drink. So it says, fast and don't eat and don't drink. Why? This person who fasts and eats and drinks. So my time, Amr Kim, so why she say this? You've got to fast and you've got to not eat and not drink because you ate and you drank at the Sudas of Achashverosh. And now you have to purge yourself of that. You have to undo that which you did. That's what brought on the Kliya, that's what brought on the, the, the destruction. So now comes Esther and says that an in, in, in integral part of what needs to happen in order for the Jewish people to get their kapara is that they've got to have that prisha. They have to have that separation and the cleansing from their hana, from the eating, from the drinking that they did at Suda Sachashverosh. So they had hana from it. They had made it part of themselves. Their tshuva was to pull away from it to make that no longer who you are anymore. Reclaim that hana'ah, reclaim the pleasure principle, and say, who am I? What am I pursuing right now? It's not this, it's not Michael, it's not Mishta, it's certainly not Sudas Osir Rasha, it's something else entirely that I'm interested in, that I'm pursuing, that I'm gonna get my hana'ah from. The time of the, the ultimate Geula, Yeshua of Purim, so we're told that Lai Huda Ma'is Arav Asimcha Vikar, 
So all the Mepharshim ask, wait a second. So, you know, so the Gemara says, Aira Zutaira, and this is this, and this. So if they got Torah and Mila and, uh, and, and, uh, and uh, Tefillin, so just say, like, Hudem Haisa, Torah, Tefillin, and, and Mila, what, what is it? So they had the mitzvahs. It's not like they weren't doing the mitzvahs before. What they were missing from the mitzvahs was that Torah, it was Torah. It was something that they did. They learned it when they needed to learn it. They, you know, they followed it when they needed to follow it. But it wasn't Ayre. It wasn't the light of their life. It wasn't the, 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 the Sason. It wasn't the Simcha. It wasn't the Yakar. Putting on tefillin didn't make them feel special. They didn't have a pleasure. That wasn't what they were getting a Hana out of. The Yeshua of Purim changed all that. It shifted that, that, that what their pursuit of pleasure, what was the pleasure that defined their lives, their pursuits, who they were. It shifted from being Nanu Misudas Asurasha. And it became that Torah was now Ora, and this was Sason, and this was Simcha, and this was Yikar. And now Klal Yisrael was looking at all of those other things in a completely different way. Not that they hadn't done them, not that they weren't doing Brismila, but now they saw how it was Sason and how it was Simcha, and how this is what they should be pursuing, and this is what they should be defining themselves with. That's what changed, and that's what shifted at the time of the Yeshua, at the time. That's why the Kabbalah Satorah that happened at that time was a Kabbalah Me'ava. Ava, as the Rambam explained, Ava is something, that when you realize something, and then you're Nana from the, you, you have such Hana from that, then you have Ava Sashem. They were Me'kabal Torah Me'ava. They had reached that level of having that love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu because they shifted what it was that gave them Hana, what it was that defined that pleasure point, that pleasure principle in their life, that had totally shifted over now to be something that had to do with Torah, had to do with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why they were able to, at the time of Achashverosh, they were able to shift what it was that they now had Hana from. It was something completely different than what it had been at the beginning. So... <clears throat> It's not that the reason for the Takana was like this, because as I said, the reason for the Takana of what, you know, Tanis Esther was, Tanis that Esther, that Esther Mordechai did going to battle. Purim is a celebration of the Yeshua. And that's it. They happen to be two things, kind of about the same event, that are not really connected to each other. However, when we have them, and we have them back to back, we are presented with an opportunity. An opportunity to learn the lesson of what Purim is all about. About how Purim was all about reclaiming the chush ha-hana, reclaiming that, that sense of what it is that I get hana from. Is it something that has to do with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Torah and Ruchnius? Or is it something that has to do with Sudas and Sudas Achashverosh and, and, and Sudas Osirasha? So Tanis Esther is our opportunity to kind of take a step back from our, you know, we're not supposed to be fasting every day. We're supposed to be involved in eating and drinking and regular life. But it's our attempt to, it's our chance to step back and kind of say like, okay, now I, I'm able to step out of this and refocus myself so that on Purim, when we dive right into all kinds of Hana, all kinds of Su'uda, uh, we are tochlu and tishtu. That's what we do. We eat and we drink. 
But it's a tochlu and tishtu, it's an eating and a drinking that takes place, that, that, that we're doing l'shei mitzvah. We're doing it to celebrate what HaKadosh Baruch Hu means to us. We're doing it to celebrate the fact that we, just like at those days, they were hader me'ava. They were able to be mekabel me'ava. We have that same opportunity to refocus ourselves and say, "What is it about life? What is it? I I I am defined by the pursuit of pleasure. That is what a human being is. What is it? What's driving What's driving this car? What's What's making it go? What is the pleasure that I'm pursuing? Tanisester is our ability to step back, and when it comes. To Purim, and then we get involved in Hana, but it's the Hana of being of, of Kirva, of closeness to Karush Baruch Hu. It's a Hana of even within the f- most physical things that we do, it's the Hana of the fact that it's a Dvar Mitzvah that we're doing. That's what is, 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 is the pleasure that we're getting is all about. And it, that's really the Avodas Hayom of Purim, is for a person to realize that we live in a world of Hana. That's, that's what it is. Our, it's pursuit of hana, pursuit of pleasure. That's what a human being is. You're not going to change it. What you can change is what's the hana that drives you? What is that pleasure that you're really pursuing? What are you going after? And that's the question that everybody kind of gets a glimpse at. Everybody gets to see when, they, you know, uh, when, when all kinds of, uh, of, of, of uh, inhib- inhibitions go away. So... What is it? What, what makes me happy? What am, I, what am I running after? What am I running away from? And that gives a person a sense of where they're holding and can hopefully drive a person to make sure that their chush ha'anah, that, 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 that sense of pursuit of pleasure that is inherent in all of us is angled and, and channeled in the right way and aimed at the right things. And uh, we should be zolcha through the avodas hayom of Tanisester, the avodas hayom of Purim, to be able to reclaim that chosh and just like they shifted from being a people who are nana misudasa shalosa rasha to becoming a people who laihudam haisa ora v'simcha v'sasan v'kar that we should be zochet to also have that our ora simcha v'sasan in yikar come from Torah mitzvahs and closeness to Kaddish Baruch